Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And today, I'm going to do another reaction video. I'm actually going to react to some of the highlights from Kentucky versus Louisville and talk about a couple different points uh, that I wanted to kind of touch on and what I've seen um, over the last couple games and what I think may, uh, what we might look like going forward. So um, I'm going to start off, I'm going to just play some of these uh these highlights and we'll talk about some things while this is going on so um it's the Kentucky you know the, the first thing the that I wanted to say uh, for the 55th time. was obviously you know when you talk about what Toppin did Toppin seemed to have wake up second opportunity and he looked more Chief like he did in the summer and they actually, they 100% need topping the play like that if they want to have a chance in March at all. Um, they need two people to be able to help Oscar Sheway, right? Obviously, they got Casey Wallace that's pretty much been probably the next most consistent player. Um, but we need those three guys to be able to give us some some high-level production in order for us to be effective against most teams because so far this season, it's just all been Oscar and Casey Wallace and everybody else. You just never know what you're going to get. Um, a lot of inconsistency, way too much inconsistency. And if we could get Toppin, and I know he ain't going to do career highs every night, but if we can get Toppin to where we just know we're going to get a consistent 15 or 18, then we'd be good. You know, just move, little moves like that. Like, let me pause it for a second. But just little moves like that. Like, that just was him being confident and aggressive, right? Um, like, he's locked in. You can tell he's focused, right? He caught the ball, and he just had a feel for um, already what he was going to do, uh, how things was going to play out. You could just tell he was ready. Like he, you know, like he wanted the ball, and as soon as he got the ball, he knew where his advantage was. He went right around his man, went underneath the other side of the basket, and just laid it up. And those are those plays that I be talking about when I say just simple, like, I ain't going to say high basketball IQ, but just simple basketball IQ plays. Um, and that's what a lot of our team has not been doing this season. They've been making a lot of bonehead plays. So if we can just get guys to just do simple stuff like that, we will be a whole lot more efficient on offense. And, um, you know, like I said, when we, when we get a one or two guys playing well, that's going to make it better for everybody. It's going to open it up for Toppin. Uh, I mean, it's going to open it up for Sheeway. I mean, so that, like, they ain't going to just be able to send two or three guys to just sit in his lap the whole game. And Sheeway still has been able to produce, but we just need him to be able to do it in a more efficient manner. Uh, you know, if he's getting single covered or even double covered that would be great but like when they just all collapse it's three guys around him it's just gonna be hard for him all season but i like the way Toppin actually finally woke up started being aggressive i don't know what happened but it looked like somebody put their foot in his ass and was like bro 
get out here and do something. But anyways, let me play. Let us watch some more. Settle for that deep shot. Wheeler, Livingston along the baseline. Toppin, pull up Jay. See, that's just a, that's just a confident basketball move. That's a guy playing the game and just sure of what he's going to do. Like, when you can just, you know, even, even though he missed it, look, even though he missed it right there, that's just one of those aggressive plays that's like, all right, we can live with that. Like, you just being aggressive. You making the defense have to react to something. Um, and it was able, even though you missed, it put Oscar in a position to just clean it up for you real easy. You know what I mean? And the more uh, baskets that Oscar can get like that, just easy baskets, the less that he's going to have to work to make all of these one and two moves to try to score. It's just going to make the whole team play more efficient. But, you know, when you see Toppin doing stuff like that, like, he just get the ball and he make one or two bounces and pull up. That's the simple plays that the great players just do super easy. Like, if you watch Kevin Durant play, and no, by no means am I trying to compare him to Kevin Durant, but what I'm saying is when you watch guys like Kevin Durant or guys like Booker or Kawhi Leonard, guys that got really nice mid-range games, most of the time, if you really watch it, they just taking one or two dribbles just to get the defense moving a little bit, and then they know right when to just pull it. And that's what he did. Like, you just take one or two dribbles, you get the defense moving one way, and then you just stop and pop it on them in. You know, that's just, like I said, simple basketball stuff. And then, like, you know, he's just being aggressive. He, he get the rebound, he drive down the court, take it to the basket, and – you know, he made a play to score. It was like he was coming down the court and his mentality was, I'm going to attack and they're going to have to cut me off or stop me because if they don't, I'm scoring. And like I said, he missed, but it just made it so easy for Oscar to just clean it up for him. For his career in the putback. He doesn't run the floor poorly, does he? Pretty good start for the Wildcats. Ten-point lead. We'll be back. Curry has not had a touch on the box. They're doubling Curry. Ellis there to the basket, sweeps it, and lays See, it in. And another one of the points uh, that I want to touch on is these guys obviously don't shoot free throws well. So if they're not going to be a great free throw shooting team, then obviously we got to have better defense, right? Um because we're not going to be able to win a lot of close games if we can't shoot free throws. So we have to keep shooting percentages low. And, like, I get it. Like, Livingston is guarding the point guard. You know, we don't expect him to be able to lock down point guards. But that was just too easy of a move right there. Um, let me rewind it back so you can see. Curry has not Check had a out. touch on the box. They're doubling Curry. Ellis Curry to the basket. It's just too easy, man. And then nice. they didn't get no help defense at the Jump rim, which made it even worse. Assessing. Toppin, aggressive. Toppin on this. See, Toppin's just being aggressive. Wow. And see right there, you know, 
like I said, it just goes back to what I'm saying. It's just simple. Like he make his move, and he know he really don't got a good enough angle to pull this jumper, but he just keep his dribble. And you just take one or two more dribbles, and then you just go, and you all the way at the rim, and just easy basketball plays. And I don't know what happened, but he just wasn't making these type of plays consistently in the beginning of the year. Now, he was in the Bahamas. Like I said, in the summertime, he was doing all of this. But for some reason, when the season started, he just, I don't know if he just lost his confidence or whatever the case may be. But hopefully, you know, going forward, this is the topping that we'll see because in order for them to be anybody that's actually a quality team, they're going to have to have 15 to 18 out of him. If, they don't, if they're not getting that, Kentucky's going to just struggle offensively like they have been. Dribble, drive, dominating. Look at this. Way off Pursuit. Pursuit. Huh? It's, it's amazing, though. I mean, guys have a nose for the basketball like that. It's amazing. Well, I've heard him talk about he really, look at this penetration. Too easy. Simple basketball plays, man. That's Cason Wallace. Like I said, Cason Wallace has been the second most consistent dude on the team. So I'm not surprised that he did that. Uh, but that's just a simple basketball play, man. Now, see, man, man, this, now this is what I'm talking about. Because the other guys are playing well, Oscar just able to seal one man around the basket. And that's just going to make it so much easier for him. Like, if you got, if you really got to watch Toppin, you really got to watch Kaysen, then they just going to have to, you know, pick their poison, right? And if they're going to leave one guy on Oscar, I'm pretty confident that he will, he will score at a high percentage against one person because he's just so so strong, you know what I mean? He might not have the greatest, uh, you know, rating or whatever for going to the next level at the pros, but in college he should be big and strong enough to score around most people. Uh, if he's single covered, especially if he seals and gets that deep. Let me run that. Let me run that back real quick. Roosevelt Wheeler, 11th tallest player in Division One. Look at this. Too easy, but. Too easy, just like the announcer said, man. Just silly mouth. Just a little hook over the left shoulder. You see, look, they they moving the ball so much better and got players playing aggressive. It's like they they really want the ball. Man, man that was terrible defense on Oscar's part. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and uh, you see, um, it goes back to what I was saying. Like, if y'all not going to be a good free throw shooting team, if you give up a large uh, number of, of baskets like that to a team, you're going to be in a lot of close struggles, you know. Now, not to shit on Louisville, but Louisville's just not a good basketball team. Well, let me take that back, man. It's okay to shit on Louisville, especially uh, on my channel. Um, so Louisville fans, you just got to hold the L, man. But if you're going to be giving up plays like that, against high-quality teams, you do that too many times, man. You might look up and be down by 10, 12 points real quickly. And like I said, if Kentucky's offense ain't um, clicking, then you're not going to be able to hang in the shootout. So they're going to have to get much better defensively. Um, 
See right here, you just look at the whole team, just spread out. There's nobody to protect the rim. Oscar's the the best post defender on the court at this moment. Uh, Toppin is capable of blocking shots, but if you look where he is, he's just so far away from the basket. It's like he's not able to protect the rim. And then you got Wheeler underneath the basket. And that's one of the things that I was telling some people uh, about, like, you know, sometimes when you get caught up with some of these defenses, if you're not switching and making the correct reads, you can end up in moments like this where you got the smallest dude on the court is underneath the basket trying to block somebody out. And it's just a recipe for a disaster because Wheeler will end up, he might end up fouling somebody or, you know, they get an easy putback. So they got to learn to be a lot more disciplined, um, on defense and make sure they in the right positions. And Oscar just can't give up a basket that easy, man. When you play in a quality opponent, you just can't you can't let them get too many like that. You want to get baskets like that and limit the other team from opportunities like that. Every pass, not enough air on the Wheeler. The point. JJ Trainers in there also at the four spot, which allows him to spread out. And he's an offensive rebounder wow. too. Penetration. How about that drive by Ellis? Like no, once you can't do that. Nice recovery, but goodness. Being pinned on a basket. Here comes Ellis into the open floor. Now see, they did a couple of things right and a couple of things wrong. Uh once again, they got Oscar down low with a great position. And he missed the shot, but it still was a high-quality shot. But then they turn right around and do some bonehead shit. Like, he gets the rebound, panics underneath the basket. And, and it's like, look, you might not be able to save that ball. You might, be, you might have to hold that ball and just fall out of bounds with it if you can't make a clean pass to somebody. Because if you go out of bounds, okay, it's a turnover. But you can get your defense back and set up. If you throw the ball, the pass like that, and you're not sure that you're gonna get it to your man, you just, you know, obviously you still had a turnover, and now you're creating fast break opportunities for Louisville. So you can't really just be making those type of plays. And you know, somebody like Oscar, National Player of the Year, you have to be more focused mentally. Um, and just be more on point with the decision making. You got to limit the amount of times that type of play happens because you're just going to just give the other team easy baskets. And if you give up too many of those, you can find yourself down. So they got to tighten up on D. Wheeler, quick hands. Well, you know, certain things annoy people as coaches or right. former players. You got to get the ball on the right side on the other end. Now, this is the earlier play in the run. You got to get it. You got the guy on your right. You got to cup it on the left, protect it, and get the layup. They get it to Ellis on the curl again. That's Kobe. a tough pass. I think it was Kobe Brown too. Though, See what I'm saying? <laughs> Here's Ellis. Good now, now look. Now look. If Oscar going to take off dribbling that ball, then you got to dribble it, man. Like, if, and I think Oscar needs to learn how to lead the fast break. If he wants to be valuable in the pros, they pretty much ain't looking for big guys 
that's just stuck underneath the basket. They want guy, big guys that can play like guards. When you're looking at the top centers in the league, they're getting rebounds and they leading the fast break. So I'm not necessarily mad at Oscar for attempting to lead the fast break, but you can't stop that quickly. Go on past uh, half court and bring it up and then patiently wait for your guards if you don't have anything at that point. But you can't just take one or two dribbles, panic, and just throw it. Because now they're looking for that. Boom, they deflect it. Now they're gone the other way. They're getting easy baskets. So you got to just be more sure of what you're going to do. Get the ball. If you don't want to dribble it, stop and just wait. Like, you just stop and wait for Wheeler to come right to you and just hand it to him. But if you're going to dribble it, take it all the way up the court and run the offense. But just be smart about it. I like the competing. Look at the benches alive. I was impressed with the spirit at the practice. And Ellis actually was playing well, man. He was just getting to the basket at will, making shit happen. He was doing his thing. Entry. See, they got to clean up some of that stuff, though. Uh, they got to make sure they got to make sure they make better entry passes. Um, that's just things that the small, simple plays that top-notch teams do well. You just got to clean everything up, man. Like, you can't be sloppy. You got to be locked in every single play, man. You can't, for one second out there, you can't panic. You can't be focused. You got to be locked in. Like, if you're going to make the entry pass, you got to be patient and make the right pass or just don't make it. But you can't just panic, rush, and just try to force it in there. Like, that's going to kill you. You know what I'm saying? The turnovers will hurt you. So, they just got to make sure that they making the simple basketball plays at a high level. This year, he's had 10 points or more. Again, he didn't have anything against Missouri. Here's Ellis. Ellis to the basket. That's a See, tough shot. Ellis is, is just killing him. Like, Ellis off Ellis the dribble is just going floor. wherever. Look. Okay, they actually defended him well on that play. He feels like he'd probably do something here. Back in his way in Not against the, the freshman. Not the strength. And that was all right defense. That just was a good shot. Onions did what you're supposed to do. Can't knock him for that. See, nice, nice, nice. See, I really like the pick and roll offense. Like when I, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I played basketball, I came up in the era where everybody wanted to show what they could do in isolation and different things like that. Um, but I wish I would have actually spent more time perfecting the pick and roll because I think you can get high level offense out of pick and roll, and um, it just gives you so many options. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you go around the screen. You can pull the jump shot. You can get switches so that you can, like, post up players. You can do rolls for um, layups and alley-oops. Or you can go around the screen and, you know, if, if the man don't chase you around it and the defense don't slide, you can go to the basket. You just got so many options. So I love when Calipari has high-level guards and he uses them in pick and rolls. Um, and I think sometimes, even if you don't have a high-level guard, if you get him in pick and roll, sometimes you can manufacture a better game out of him just by putting him in that type of position. So I, I love seeing uh, plays like that. Uh, let me rewind it again. Back 
working his way in Got against the, strength. the freshman. Got the strength. Wow. Nice points. I think he's he perfect from the floor. I think he transferred because he couldn't understand the accent. <laughs> <laughs> the simple basketball plays, I keep going back to it. I keep drilling it because that's just how they're going to be able to win. Simple basketball plays. How about that? That is a pretty shot. A tough start, and they've responded pretty well. It's part of what Kenny Payne said even yesterday. He said, you know, we, we give up these runs, and then we don't answer. Wallace is... And see now. Count the bucket. And that was just one of them ones where it's like you just got a guy that's just like that. You know what I'm saying? There's some dudes that just got the ability to make plays that not everybody can make. Um, you know, Casey Wallace was a McDonald's All-American High School, All-American, all of that for a reason because uh, he's shown that he's capable of doing stuff like that. So every once in a while you just got to rely on, you know, people just being able to make plays. You know what I'm saying? So – it, that's how it worked out. They was running the, the dribble drive, and they couldn't get all the way around, and he just pulled it back out and then just went around his man and uh, made a tough shot. So sometimes you do you do got to rely on that. But but mostly you got to make a large uh, percentage of the simple plays, man. You mentioned Philadelphia. How about a Willie Moscone spin? <laughs> Off the glass. Huh? Well, they wanted him to go to the rack a little bit more. I guess that's going to the that's rack a, a little play. bit more. Angle wasn't there. Gets it back. Locked away. And here's Curry. Curry off the glass. It's good. And that was just, you know, he's just strong. See? Turnovers, man. Turnovers will kill you. To the basket, slips it off the glass. See, right there, like, sometimes you just got to know, like, and, and a lot of the players that handled the ball for Calipari that was super ball handlers in high school, like Bledsoe, Wall, Teague, uh, Shea, you know, Maxi, all of them type of dudes, like, that really could get to the rack, Briscoe, Uless, everybody, uh, Fox. You know, when they first get to uh, college, they so used to being able to attack any angles, you know, run through three, four defenders, so they never felt like there wasn't a gap that they couldn't shoot through and get to wherever they was trying to get. So they turned the ball over a whole lot in the beginning of the season. If you go back and watch some of their games that happened earlier in the season and then watch them later in the year, you could tell they started to pick up more like where where to attack and where to hold off. And, you know, Toppin doesn't have the same level of experience with handling the ball. I like him getting rebounds. I like him handling the ball. But, you know, if he's going to start doing that, he does need to figure out where he can, you know, he, he's got to realize what his speed and ability is and what it's going to afford him to be able to get by with on the court. So you got to know, like, if it's players in these positions, I can get through it. And if not, you got to hold it and just wait because you can't just turn the ball over. Try, you can't just be trying to make a play and then make dumb turnovers. Like, I want you to be aggressive, but you always got to be smart. Category. Wheeler picks the pocket. That was some good D. Livingston. Nice block. See, I would have liked to have seen Livingston try to, like, use his left hand. Because um, I feel like you kind of let the defense off the hook a little bit. 
by going to the side he where he's defending. Great recognition of scouting report. And then Curry, good job. But that dude is just big and strong. So. I see that now. That was an excellent drive by Livingston. And just a little kick and pop. Like, they can get those type of bats. And see that right there. See, those last two plays is just simple basketball, like, basketball IQ plays. You drive into the middle, and boom. You don't make a hard pass. You just drive into the left. Then you just make a simple pass, and Toppin is just over here waiting. Just a simple catch and shoot. You know what I mean? Like, those are easy plays. Simple. And uh, let me run it back. Let me run it back. And you got uh, Seaway post up. Topping caught his man sleep and just flashed to a, a spot where Seaway could make a simple pass to him and got an easy basket. And then, you know, you see Ware catching the ball in the post and quickly moving the ball and he caught Wheeler open for a three. Simple basketball play. Defensively, though, they give up way too much off the dribble. Uh, they got to be more disciplined and slide more. Because what it seems like they do, they get caught off balance, and then they just end up reaching or slapping. It's, see, Livingston being aggressive. But it's like they just seem to be making more. They seem to be making more plays where they just making better decisions, but they still turning the ball over too much. The defense is not that great. Man. That's one thing that they got to improve a lot on if they want to go far in March. Um, they got to learn better defensive angles and learn how to slide more. Working hard on on, on the on the boards though. Can't get mad at them for that. You got. Now, that's the type of play that I've been waiting for from Collins, man. Like, see, like a lot of the times when Collins, and don't get it twisted, Collins has not had very, um, had a, had very many opportunities to actually get in and, and make something happen. But the, the few that he has had, it seemed like he's just out there just being super robotic. Like, when I watch him, he's just, it's almost like he's thinking, like, okay, I got to go set this screen. I got to do this. I got to do it. Instead of just reacting inst instinctively. And, you know, that play right there, that was just a basketball play. Like, you, you get to the spot where you can receive the ball, and then he just done what he does best. He utilized his strength, which is his athleticism, and he went up and dunked the ball, and he might have should have even maybe got the whistle on that. But because you didn't get the whistle and you made a strong play, not a soft layup attempt, you went to dunk it, you still got the bucket. So hopefully uh, we'll see um, Collins be doing more of that. You know what I mean? Because I think Collins does got a high-level potential. Um, he should make the NBA. All he got to do is get stronger, and he's the type that they'll be looking for, like just a straight pogo stick, long arms, um, actually look like an okay shooter, but he can probably even improve that. He um, he needs to be working hard, man, because if not, he's going to waste uh, an opportunity to play in the NBA for sure.
But yeah, they they gotta get you know tougher on the glass, but they gotta they gotta do clean, a better job cleaning up the defensive glass for sure. But they do they do seem to work hard on offensive glass. Like you want one or two guys. Like even you know Livingston had to let that ball uh, go for Sheway to get it um, a couple plays back. But um, you know he's I like that Livingston's down there like trying to get physical. Like I I really appreciate seeing multiple guys down there trying to clean up the glass. Screen a back screen. I think that they're going to try to do that, and I think see that? they're going to see that this half. See, nice okay. Yep. See, I don't really – I don't like when I see stuff like that because it's like you actually leaving the basket unguarded, man, and, and that hurts you. Like, see right here, I get that. Like, I get it, right? Oscar got to come up and play his man. But when you see that happen, if you top him, you have to get around to the backside of your dude. Like, you you can't front the man right. This, like, this is like, he's way too high up. So if you got a man right here and he's that high up to the free throw line almost, and you're giving up that much space around the glass, you can't be in front of him if there's nobody else to help you, right? Now, if you was closer to the basket and you could use the basket to kind of, like, be a help defender, like if you was down here a little bit closer, maybe where the um, the circle is, you might could get away with fronting them because you're going to have to make them throw the ball high over top of you, and then it might even hit the basket or it might go out of bounds. It'd just be a harder pass to make. But when Sheboy comes up here, it's so much real estate back here that's just untouched. So you can't just stay in front of them. You got to circle around to the backside. Uh, are you going to get beat every time? And you just going to, even if, you know, Oscar would have recovered a little bit, you're probably going to foul this dude right here because he's just got a better position. So they just got to do a better job of doing stuff like that. Like you got to, you got to be consciously aware and constantly able to readjust, right? Like, you might have been making the right play in the beginning, but now things have changed. People have moved around the court, and you got to readjust quickly. And I think you're going to see that this half. Nice Nobody slip. really there to help. Pretty. Ellis assessing. Nice slip. Yep. Here's James for three. That wasn't really too bad. Sometimes you can play some R.A.D. and people just going to hit shots. Now, that... That's the stuff that you got to see more of in this team. They got to move the ball, and people got to get to the open spots and just make plays. And that was another one. That wasn't really necessarily a good play, but he just made a tough shot. It's bad transition defense, man. There's that straight line drive, breaks you down. Topping, elbow jumper. See, that, that's just a confident basketball player right there. Like, he's just confident that he can make stuff happen. He can hit shots. Frederick on that bench. That's just a broken play. Wayne, ain't really too much you can do about that. He did a good outing against NC State. Wheeler down low. That, that ended up working out, but that was a tough pass right there, man. But it worked out for him. Curry, by the way, just checked out with four fouls. Reeves pulls it back out against this zone. High low, they got Sheboy. That's just excellent IQ. Nobody's panicking. 
Nobody's rushing. They just catching the ball, seeing the court, just having a feel for where people are. People's moving to the right spots. Like Sheway made himself available in the right area. They they not holding the ball. They like, I got it. All right, boom, I'm going here. All right, boom, I'm going there. Boom, I'm going here. Like they just moving the ball. Not really fast, but just they moving it fast enough to where the defense is just constantly reacting instead of stopping, surveying, then moving. Like they making it to where you the defense is just constantly sliding, constantly shifting. And that's how you get somebody open when you're being zoned against. <laughs> but that was the toughest though you thought. See, when you played I just keep going back and forth to it. Uh just simple basketball plays, man. Simple. Like you got smaller guy on you, you seal him away from the basket, and Oscar just dump it right down to you and you just turn around and dunk on him. Like aggressively. Like that's what topping should be doing, man. Like I said, if if Sheway can get Case in the topping playing well, we might have a legitimate shot to really make something happen. But they gotta work on the defense. Though. They wanted to get him confident. Well, his confidence is blossoming. Now, even you know, if a bigger man was guarding him right there, if he can get that same position, probably still can at least draw a foul if he can't actually finish the dunk. He doesn't give up on a play. That's like a turnover that shot. We got five on four. Oh wow! Look at this. And that Louisville just went to sleep right there. Like <laughs> Wheeler made the right play. Oscar did what you're supposed to do, but like honestly, Louisville just went to sleep. But they can't stop Ellis. Uh, the, the penetration that they giving up is a little concerning for sure. Because. That just opens up too much stuff if you just let a guy constantly see. Now he he still got around Casey, but Casey make it a little tougher though. See, Reeves got to be aggressive too, man. He got to play just like Topping. Yeah, it was a nice, nice play, man. See, Toppin was just feeling it, man. Like, when you get it going, it just affects your whole game. See, like, normally he probably would have shot that shot or he might may have not even taken that shot. But if he would have shot that shot and missed it, he probably just hung out on the three-point line, probably been looking for Calipari to yell at him or put him on the bench. But he's playing so good now that he miss it, and he's just he's focused. He's locked in. You can just tell. He's living in the moment right now. So, like, he shoots it, but he ain't worrying about it. He missed it. He's seen it. Oscar throws up a shot, and now he's crashing because he's just locked in. He's mentally focused. Top of Sheway. So we're going to play the rest of the way. And as Louis Kondosecki used to say, leap the chandeliers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What an impressive attack. Top it. 24 points for Toppin. I mean, that's playing with confidence right there. Exactly. And his teammate, Shibway. Yeah, he just looked like a, like he looked like he's sure what he can do. And he know he can do nice it easy. Oh. That was an excellent play, back. man. Wallace gets across the timeline with a couple seconds. Take it, 
still going to make everybody else look good and get, get easy shots. That's nine assists. Yeah. Reeves outside for Wheeler. Shot clock at five. Wheeler pull up Jay. It's good. See, even though a lot of people get on Wheeler for taking too many shots because he's not really a great jump shooter, but that's the type of shit I can live with. You get Reeves. He, he goes to the basket. He can't get it. You know, he can't get a clear shot. Boom, he kicks it out. Wheeler does another simple basketball play. Simple basketball plays I can live with. He just make a couple dribbles to the right, pull up. Like, simple basketball plays work, man. The more you complicate shit, the more uh, chance of you making mistakes or, you know, just fucking shit up. Just make simple basketball plays over and over and over, like, and the game just be so much easier. That's all he has to do. Roosevelt inside, no good. Gets his own rebound, and his little baseline jumper is got clean it up. No probation. They'll get players. Well, that'll. Anyway, so it's pretty much over. But um, so just some final thoughts before I wrap it up. You know. I think they actually, if they can play, if they can play better half-court offense, I think um, that would be the key to them winning the championship. But I do like when they run. I like when it, it seems like when they get out and run, you know, they can find a way to get the big men some easier baskets, which a lot of them need it. Um, you know, because offensively they don't have them them big men that can just score against anybody. So when you get out and get some get them running and transition baskets, because that even um topping and I know uh Frederick uh has an injury, but Reeves, when you get them in transition and they catching and shooting, they just seem to play better. They seem to be more confident. So I like to see him run. Uh, but if they can figure out to how to play that good in the half-court system and just make a lot of simple basketball plays over and over, and you see they end up scoring 86. So if they tighten some things up, clean up some stuff, they maybe can even start you know, averaging more closer to like 90 points a game. And uh, at least you know if, if you're scoring 90 points a game, like the other team has got to be playing good defense to beat you, and they got to be scoring too. So I definitely uh, I definitely liked what I saw from them offensively. Defensively, even though they still won by 23 points, they got a lot they can improve on defensively. Um, and same with free throw sh uh, shooting. Calipari has lost a whole lot of winnable games at Kentucky because his teams are historically not good free throw shooting team. I think uh, if I remember correctly, uh, when they actually won the championship with Anthony Davis and Jones and Gilchrist and all them, I think that uh, Lamb was on that team. I think Lamb was shooting hot like 90 or something uh, from the free throw line. So when you get a bunch of guys that can shoot free throws, you probably will have a lot more success because – you can just win those close games at the end. Uh, if you shoot bad 
from the free throw line, a lot of times teams can just chip away little points at you here and there. And it just makes it tougher for you to close games out. And this team is probably not going to be blowing. Well, one thing I will say about this team, the teams that aren't good, they do, they usually blow them out. So it's kind of one of them ones where it's like, well, it's not that impressive because they pretty much do this to everybody that's a low-ranking team. But I, I still was kind of impressed to see him do it against Louisville because even though Louisville's having a bad season, uh, them rivalry games are always scary. So I definitely thought that Louisville was going to um, cover this point, the point spread like they ended up doing, but I thought it would be much closer. Uh, like I said, I think if I remember correctly, I think I said Kentucky by nine. Um, but I wouldn't have been surprised if, you know, it would have ended up even closer than that. But there's definitely some some uh, encouraging aspects uh, of what's happening now. Mm-hmm. But going forward, you know, we're going to have to really, this month is going to be the month where they got to start playing the best basketball. They got to uh, start improving every single game. They got to tighten up defense because, you about to start playing some teams that can uh, that can get some buckets. So if you're going to give up all of these drives to the basket and let people get all the way to the glass, you're not going to recover um, and close out on three-point shooters fast enough. Simple things like people not being able to, you know, be in the right spot for help defense, different things like that, it could get ugly for them they can end up losing 10 games. Um, I can very easily see them if they don't end up improving, losing uh, 10 games by the end of the season. And I definitely, uh, you know, I don't want them to have one of those seasons where we end up uh, NIT or a low seed in the tournament. I want us to get at least, at least a five seed. And it's going to be tough either way. If, if you don't get like one of those first two, maybe three seeds in the tournament, you're going to have some pretty tough matchups right off, you know, right out the gate. But, um, man, now is the time we got to, we got to turn it around and start making it happen now. This month is, is going to be the determining factor in the season, I think. Um, but like I said, I'm encouraged. So we'll see what they do against LSU. Um, a guy that I talked to, he's a, he's a big fan of what LSU is doing this year. I think uh, the coach came from Mary State, if I remember correctly, and he brought a lot of his guys, and they're doing really well. So we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. Hopefully Kentucky can improve upon this game and – you know, get another W, and we can start to pile a little street together and just get busy like we do. Uh, quickly before I go, though, I want to ask the Louisville fans and even the Kentucky fans, like, chime in. Uh, how do y'all feel about Kenny Payne now, right? I know he still has only lost two games. I mean, only won two games. I'm sorry. He lost 11. But what do you... Like, 
what's the temperature with with Kenny as far as his coaching? Like, are you do you actually like what he's doing? Do you feel like a He's not the right man for the job. Like, let me know what you're thinking about Kenny overall as a coach. Do you think he's going to be able to build Louisville into a, you know, a big rivalry for Kentucky again? Like, or do you think it's going to end up just being like this, right? Y'all let me know what y'all think about it, man. And uh, we'll get back at it next time. Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson. Mm-hmm.